Hi there, I'm Dan, and welcome, or welcome back, maybe, to the Shaw Vineyard Church Podcast. Hey, at the end of this episode, please take just a moment to subscribe in iTunes or in your podcast app of choice. That way, you can get every message from our church straight away on whatever device best suits you. You know, it's our hope that the message that you're about to hear in this episode would encourage you to take your best next step in your faith journey. So let's get straight into it. Morning, everyone. Good to be here. I have actually spoken before. I was given a nine-minute slot. But Vic said, just hang loose this morning. You know, just speak as long as you like. I'm sure that's okay. Actually reminds me of a time when I was in the Methodist church. I'd, um, we, had this, we had this service where um, you had to parade yourself before all of the, the ministers and what have you. And it was the service where they decided whether you could be let loose on the public. So you had to prepare a sermon. So I prepared this sermon, and it had everything in. It ran for about 40 minutes. So I sent it to my mentor, and he said, oh, that's a bit long. You cut it back. So I did. And then when I preached it, I put it all back in again. <laughs> and we were in this big old church in England, you know, big stone church. And there was this elderly lady at the back of the church, and I was kind of onto my third round of, uh, I think I was talking about John Wesley or something like that. And um, it fell quiet for a moment, and she, she had a bit of a deafness issue, and um, she whispered in the most loud, bellowing voice to her neighbor, if he doesn't hurry up, I'm going to miss my bus. <laughs> Pretty difficult to recover from that. <laughs> so, so I'm going to keep you for about 20 minutes. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, and what I thought I would talk about this morning is we've had this fantastic four-week series about um, the Beatitudes, haven't we? And um, one, of, one of the things that Vic said right at the beginning was this concept of um, being blessed to be a blessing. Um, and I thought I would kind of major on that this morning, this concept of us being blessed to be a blessing. Um, one of the first things I want us to be kind of clear about this morning um, and to, to think about together is this concept, first of all, that we are blessed. Um, now, I've done a slide. Now, I'm, I'm not used to doing PowerPoints. It doesn't go down well in the established church. They don't like technology. Um, but... But um, here we are. We've got, a, we've got a multimedia fest for you this morning. And what I've put on this slide is, is the end bits to the Beatitude. You know, blessed are the, for they are, for you are. And let's just have a little look at that together. So forgetting the blessed are they, let's just think this morning about if this is us, the people of the kingdom, we are inheritors of the kingdom of earth and heaven. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's a, that's a blessing. Inheritors of the kingdom of heaven and earth. We are seers of God. For you will see God. We are seers of God. In all that we do, in all that we are, we see God. We are children of God. 
We are adopted sons and daughters of the living God. We are shown mercy. We are comforted. We are filled. Now that's quite a blessing, isn't it? There's a lot of stuff there. And that's our starting point. And also we are saved by God. We have our sins forgiven. We are in a relationship with him. We're truly blessed. Um, let's just have a think this morning. I mean, I know some of you, um, and I know kind of some of what's going on in your lives, and you know some of what's going on in mine. But let's just have a think. Shout out this morning if there's something particularly going on in your life where you could say, God is blessing us. Would you do that? Because it's really encouraging for us to hear how God is working in each other's lives. I know it's kind of hard for you to shout stuff out, but it's really encouraging if you do. Oh, you're having a baby. All right. Good luck. (laughs) It's not your... I know that, yes. If you need a family lawyer... I can have the DNA test done next week. Um, I mean, that's an enormous thing, isn't it? You know, and, and, and um, Briar and Barry here with this baby here. You know, it's supposed to be a blessing. It says in the Bible somewhere, doesn't it? Children are a blessing, and they kind of are. Um, but amazing, an amazing blessing. Babies. Anything else? Oh, Thank you, God. I know how that is. We need hours done, but I'm kind of, I put it off for four years. I hate that stuff. Yeah, that's a blessing. Anything else going on? Yeah, that's right. That's a lovely thing. Yeah, it's a great thing. Oh, amen, amen, amen. If we were a better resourced church, we'd have a gospel choir who could then sing count your blessings with my introduction but we are we are blessed aren't we and um how does god want to bless us well god wants to bless us abundantly and i know it doesn't always feel like that when we're doing life sometimes life's tough and we have challenges and awful things happen. But God's desire is to bless us in all abundance. And because we're in church, here's a bit of scripture. From his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. And this fantastic verse that I absolutely love. This is Jesus saying this, given it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. And I don't think that picture even does it justice, does it? This kind of sense of how God wants to bless us and push the blessings into our lives. And when there's space for more, he pushes more. And those blessings overflow, and he pushes more blessings into our lives. This is God's desire that he blesses us abundantly. And there's this kind of thing that I've been, I've sort of heard it over the years, this sort of the God of the just enough. 
You know, God just gives you enough that you need. It's nonsense. God's not the God of just enough. Giving you that little bit so you've got just enough so you have to keep going back to him for more. I don't believe that at all. God is a God of abundance. And then it brings us to the question, why does God bless us? Because he is good. He blesses us because he is good. For the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting, and his faithfulness continues through all generations. God has a track record of being good and kind. Now, these might seem like really simple messages, but I just really want us to get this this morning. God is good. He blesses us because he blesses us, because he's good. And he's our father, and he loves us. You'll have seen these verses many times. Those of us who are parents, you know, who would give your kids a bad thing when you can give them a good thing? I mean, that's not a consistent parenting <laughs> thing often. You know, sometimes we get cross with our kids. But you get the picture, eh? Which of you fathers or mothers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If your son asks for bread, who would give him a stone? This concept that God is good and that he loves us. And why does God bless us? Because he's for us. You all look very solemn. <laughs> Don't be solemn. This is good stuff. Good news. This is good news. This fantastic verse. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So God is good, he loves us, and he is always for us, never against us. And then, why does God bless us? Because he wants us to be a blessing to others. He partners with us to extend his kingdom on earth. He wants us to bless others from our blessings, from our abundance. And the theory I want to put today is that God does this so very often through kindness. I told you it was a multimedia fest.
จะไม่ได้อะไรเลยไม่ได้รวยขึ้นไม่ได้ออกทีวีไม่มีใครรู้จักไม่ได้มีชื่อเสียงที่มากขึ้นสิ่งที่เขาได้คือได้แค่ความรู้สึกได้เห็นความสุขนั่นคือดีไหมไม่ใช่หรอฉันเห็นคุณทุกคนก็อ๋อเมื่อคุณเห็นเด็กๆ Has anyone seen this video before? Do you know what it is? It's a marketing video. It's a marketing video. It's a, it's it's for Thai insurance. <laughs> it's for Thai insurance. And I kind of, when I was googling for illustrations, you know, I came across this, and um, I just thought, you know, it's it's a nice nice video. It might get you crying a bit. That's always good, isn't it? Um, But when I actually thought about this, I thought, why on earth have they used this as a as a marketing campaign? Um, what you know? Why have they taken this this these displays of human kindness and then tagged on the end of it by Thai insurance? And I guess part of the whole thing of marketing is that you want to associate. Associate yourself with things that people like or make them feel good. And I did a bit more of googling, and um, there's there's actually quite a body of research that talks about the 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 leverage, if you like, that can be gained by using kindness in your marketing campaigns. And I find that quite extraordinary, don't you? There's something about human kindness, which is particularly powerful. We have a project of our own and a message of our own. This is a quote from N.T. Wright. I'm sorry it's so small; it didn't look that small on the computer. But it says, "Jesus' resurrection." Is the beginning of God's new project, not to snatch people away from Earth to heaven, but to colonize Earth with the life of heaven. That's what the Lord's prayer is all about. Just have a think about that for a minute. It's not about getting people up to heaven. It's about colonizing the whole Earth. With the life of heaven, Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So our lives are about bringing down the kingdom on earth, aren't they? That's part of the deal for us 
a big part of the deal for us. And I think one of the most powerful ways we do that is through this fruit of the Spirit, through kindness. Do you agree? You do. I, I, you're just saying that, aren't you, to make me feel all right? No, no. Yeah. Kindness. And why do we think kindness is so powerful? Anyone, any ideas? Why, why is, when we experience kindness or we see kindness, why is it so powerful? Why did, when you saw the little girl <laughs> in her uniform, why did you go, ah? Oh. Why did something happen? Why did even this Englishman show some form of emotion when that happened? Why is it so powerful, do you think? Humanizing and equalizer. It makes things real. Mm. Oh, yes. As a as a as a litigator, as a lawyer dealing with family disputes, I can see. You know, I'm a mediator. As I'm not a very good mediator, I'm more of a litigator. But, um, but, but you just see when you're in a contentious situation, in a mediation or even in a in a meeting or or around the court, and and you see people display some kindness to other people, and it just, it does exactly that, Calvin. It, it disarms the situation. I even have some little tricks to get people to be, to, to force people to be kind. So I have muffins, and I have butter, and I have one knife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you use what you've got, right? You know, when you've got parents who hate each other's guts, if you can get them to show a little bit of kindness to each other, it can disarm the situation, make things flow a bit easier, get you out of the room quicker, <laughs> which is my aim. You see, I, you know, I, I spend a lot of my time around human brokenness because of my job. And, you know, when I get home, the kind of thing that I want to watch is things like the darling buds of me. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen that? It's some English thing. It's, it's an old guy um, who's just nice. It's just nice. You know, I can't watch blood and guts and people at each other and all this kind of stuff. I just want to watch nice, nice, nice stuff. Anybody can relate to that? You know, it's, it's a strange old thing. Uh, we need kindness, don't we? We need it for ourselves. We need it for our households. We need it for our society. We need it for our world. Um, it changes us. I had a, a case years ago. I was asked to um, act for um, this, this couple. Um, she was very, very sick, and she'd um, asked her brother-in-law to look after this kid, a Maori family, um, and... The couple who they sent this kid to was a, um, was a Christian. At the end of the two weeks, he decided not to give the child back. He wouldn't give the child back. And the basis of that was, was basically that he was, he was better than them. He had more money than them. They were very poor. Very poor. And um, 
I got involved and it was, it was quite dramatic. So we ended up having an emergency hearing over the phone with the chief judge and all this kind of stuff happened. End of the story was we got the kid back. Kid was repatriated back to Auckland. And, you know, these are such poor people. And a couple of weeks after that, it was about this time of year, it was about Christmas time, my PA said, oh, there's something in reception for you. <laughs> yeah, this is what kindness does, right? It was the hu this huge hamper of food. And it was filled with really expensive stuff, stuff that they would never, ever buy for themselves. And they bought that for me. Now, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not accustomed to emotion. Um, but this happened about five years ago. And, I, and I, I wondered about whether to share that with you because I knew I would find it difficult to get through it without, without being moved. That, that, you know, that, that has stuck with me for five years. It will stick with me for the rest of my life. And it came at a time when I was really questioning, you know, am I this law gig? Am I actually doing any good? I'm sick of this. I'm sick of all this drama. You know, I get well paid, but hey, it's just not worth it because I'm, not, I'm just putting sticky plasters over stuff. Um, but I think that that was God's way of breaking through on earth and saying, yes, you do have a purpose and what you do matters. And look what you did for these people. Look what you did for the least. And look, that's not me saying I'm a big guy and I'm this lawyer and I did all this great stuff. It's about what God did. Interesting that they were the, we're definitely not Christians. And the other side were the, were the Christians. So we are called on this mission to kindness. And every act extends the kingdom. Um, Māori have this word, whakafenangatanga. It's taken me about a year to, to work that one out. Whakafenangatanga. And um, it means connection. It, Māori have this actual word for how we connect, how we build relationship, how we are one. And I think that kindness creates whakafenangatanga. That's the kingdom at work. And I think spiritually, what it does is it turns the lights on. Every act of kindness breaks through to earth and puts a light on. It's our job, I guess, to put as many lights on as we can in our, in our lives, in our homes, in our societies, and ultimately in our world. And you know, God is really gracious. And he gives us opportunities all the time to do this, doesn't he? I don't just, it's funny, you know, when you're preparing a, a message on kindness, I was, I'd just come out of a meeting. I wanted to just grab myself an ice block, which I'm not allowed at home. Um, <laughs> And um, 
And there was this old guy sitting outside the, the shop, and he says, oh, bro, have you got any money? I said, no, I, I, and I genuinely never carry money. And I said, anything I can get for you? And he says, oh, yeah, I'd love a can of drink. You know, and what was interesting was I was kind of thinking, should I do it? You know, and that whole thing of I don't want to give him money because he might spend it on booze or whatever. I can't do that. And then I was having this grapple in my head about the downsides of buying a guy a can of drink. <laughs> what are the downsides to it? I don't, does your mind, or is it just me? Like I, I analyzed the situation. I was thinking, like, you know, this could go horribly wrong if I bought him a can of Pepsi. <laughs> God gives us opportunities, even little ones like that. I bought him a can of drink, by the way. So I guess as I've been talking, you may have been thinking about some opportunities that God has put in your path to, to be kind, to extend the kingdom, to break, break through from heaven to earth. And it might be really small things. It might be some, something crazy. So if you're thinking about something crazy, it may well be God speaking, right? So if you've got something crazy there, perhaps come forward and have some prayer later. That Christmas shop, I was just sitting listening to that presentation we had earlier, you know, the Christmas shop. Um, what a fantastic opportunity that is for us to show kindness to people. You know, do you think it's going to be completely lost on people if they come into our place, which is a church, where we give them stuff to bless them so that they have a decent Christmas? Do we think that they're not going to make the connection that Christian people are kind and do good stuff and nice stuff? I mean, that's one of the biggest charges against us. You know, if I talk to my mum about this, she'll say, oh, Christians, they're all hypocrites. You know, there's this kind of negative vibe out there with some people about how we operate. Best defense I can think of is just to be kind to people. You know, telling people what you think the Bible says about all the bad stuff about them. <laughs> How far is that going to get you? Good luck. Good luck. Let's look for the opportunities, I guess. Let's look for opportunities. Let's take them. And that means your cash as well. You know, I'm an Englishman. Again, I don't like talking about money. But, you know, where your treasure is, there your heart is also. If you're not spending your money on kingdom business, there's something wrong, I think. You know, our practice has always been to tithe. And God likes that. But God loves it when we gift. You know, so this Christmas shop's coming up. Hundred, hundred, hundred dollars? Why not make it a thousand? Are we called to radical giving? Are we called to radical kindness? We, I think we are. And you might be thinking of past opportunities missed. Well, you know, forgive yourself. Forgive others. And carry on. That's all I have. I thought I would just finish by um, praying a blessing over you, if that's okay.
So may God continue to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. And may the blessing of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you and all who you love this day and forever. Amen. Hey, once again, thanks for listening. And if you're in the Forest Hill or the Bays area of Auckland's North Shore, we would so love to have you at our next service this Sunday. You can get details on service times and more info on our kids and student environments by visiting svc.org.nz. That's svc.org.nz. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you next time here on the podcast.